everybody, and welcome back to the Rings and Roses podcast. I'm your host, Jay Ashram, alongside Julia Park. Julia, how are you doing today? I'm doing good. Good. That's what we like to hear. So we're going to recap this last episode of The Bachelorette. Some interesting things went down throughout the course of the episode, and do you want to just start with uh, Cody? Yeah, yeah. So that was, well, that was, what, the second group date that he was on with, what did they do on that group date? That was the, uh, the wrestling. Oh, yeah, the wrestling. That was weird. I I wasn't a fan of that. Well, I don't really know how much, like, they, like, she gets out of that. I know, like, it was just kind of, like, I thought it was funny when, like, some of the, like, skinnier guys, like, who sat, who were, like, so not confident were, like, just kind of laughing, like, going against some of the bigger, like, buff guys. Yeah, I can't remember who it was, but someone was going up against Andrew, the football player, and they were like, I just hope I live. <laughs> yeah, I think it was, I think his name might be John, but I'm not positive, but my, me and my family like him, too. We are like, he's funny. Yeah, it is John. I'm looking at the cast right now. He's the bartender from California. Uh, yep, yep. That was funny. Yeah, I, I loved it. Like, I, I thought that that part was pretty funny. But, like, in just in general, like, these competitions where, like, the guys are going against each other, I've always wondered, like, what they get out of it. I feel like they kind of do it. Like, well, like, I don't think Katie, like, gets much out of it as in, like, getting to know the guys more. But I feel like they always have to do it for um like the bachelorette because like people just like watching guys like wrestling i also think it like exposes like where the uh the trouble in the house is too yeah there's always like they always manage to put two guys up against each other who like don't like each other yeah and this week it was cody and aaron yep and we found out quickly why aaron wasn't exactly uh, happy that Cody was there. Well, uh, to me, like, they obviously put the, like, suspenseful music and stuff in the background, but it didn't seem like they, like, had an issue with each other to me. But then, like, Katie and, like, Taisha and stuff were saying, like, wow, it seems like they really, like, don't like each other. And I was like, I would have never even noticed. No, like, I, I, there must have been, like, something there that, like, we didn't see that was. Yeah. That's what I was thinking, too. Because, like, I don't know. I'm kind of an oblivious person, so I just wouldn't even notice. Like, sure, like, there's a difference because, like, it wasn't as playful and stuff like that, but I would have just thought those two guys, like, just being competitive. Yeah, that's that's what I would have thought, too, but there must have been, like, some tension there. And or unless, like, the producers it. knew and they were like, hey, just, just by the way, these guys don't like each other. They absolutely don't like each other. Make a comment yeah. about it. See how they don't like each other. <laughs> no, yeah. They they definitely had to know because obviously they wouldn't have paired them up like it wasn't just like a it didn't just happen to have them be paired up against each yeah, other like that it was, was, <laughs> was not a coincidence right uh so like I said Aaron wins the challenge I guess you can call it and mm-hmm. he sits down with Katie and is like hey like the reason that like things are so tense between me and Cody. I know the guy, um, live in the same hometown, because they're both from San Diego. Yeah, I thought that was interesting. I was like, I can't believe they know each other, like, from such a big city, but maybe they, yeah. like, grew up area, went to the same, like, school or something. Right, because it's, God, and there's, 
there's also Mike, Mike is also from San Diego, and it appears that they don't know him. Okay, well, yeah, I guess that makes sense then. Maybe like, maybe somehow the Bachelor like casted like uh, Aaron and Cody because they knew that they knew each other. I mean, it's incredibly possible. I'm not. I'm not gonna put that past the Bachelor franchise for trying to stir up drama for no reason, but we got it. It seemed like. It seems like Aaron's a very genuine guy so far. Yeah, I think so, too. Like, right when she kind of asked him about, like, what was going on, he just seems, like, really straight up about it. And, like, it, like he just said, like, you know, I, we never really were friends and post some things that I don't agree with or whatnot. And I knew right when she talked to Cody about it, too, he would, like, be all defensive. It seemed like Cody was very rehearsed. And yeah. it seemed like when Aaron was talking about it, not even just with Katie, but with the guys, like, too, when she was talking to Cody, like, he was very emotional about it. Like, it obviously right. mattered to him. So he seemed a lot more credible and genuine in it. So there's trust, I think, with, with Aaron there. Well, and I also, I don't know if you noticed, but when she, like, because then they kind of went back and forth, whatever, and then she decided to send Cody home. And when she, like, sent him home, it seemed like he didn't even care. Yeah. There was there was he not was, much okay. there. Like it was just like, oh, okay, I understand your decision. And then he yeah. left. No, that was it. He didn't he didn't have like a sad look on his face or like disappointment in his voice or anything. Like once he got in the car, he was saying how angry he was, but he just seemed so like chill and like fine with it. Yeah, for someone who's like very who said he was very mad, he, he sounded like a robot. Like he was just like, I'm mad. Yeah. I am angry right now. It's like, no. it's like you're like, not. If someone, like, if I was Cody, like, I'm guessing, like, what Aaron said about him was true, but if it wasn't true and he was trying to, like, defend himself, don't you think he would have gotten, like, a little more passionate? He would have been a lot more passionate and he would have, like, at least made a case, like, hey, can we, like, just, just bring in Aaron. Let's, like, talk this out and, like, just give me another shot. If it's not for you, that's fine, but, like, at least give me a shot here. Right, he no, he didn't. That. I was, I was, I was stunned by that. Like, because I think it makes, it makes Aaron look very credible. Let me put that. Yeah. No, I'm glad it didn't escalate into like anything crazier, honestly. Because from like the, from the start, I feel like everyone could kind of just tell like Aaron was the one telling the truth, and Cody was just kind of like fake. Right. So I'm glad she just sent him home and was like done with it. And then this led into even more drama towards the end of the episode. And we're kind of jumping around here, but we get to, like, I think it's going to be, like, another rose ceremony. Yeah. Well, there hasn't, they didn't have the rose ceremony this week, which right. was annoying. It ended, like, during the cocktail party, which I, I don't like when they do that, but sometimes they do that because of all the drama Carl was starting. <laughs> right. So, yes, Carl, for some reason was like what if i did the same thing as aaron but had nothing to back it up with right no he literally just okay so because at the stage katie came back from that that date where she sent cody home and she sat down the, she sat the guys down and was like if you're not here for me like leave or if you hear of anything or you think someone's not here for me like let me know but carl straight up just like went to her and was like 
what if there's other guys here that aren't here for the right reasons? And she was like, well, do you, like, have anyone in mind? And he was like, I want to see if, like, they, if they go up to you and talk to you themselves. I'm like, so you're just making this up is what I'm hearing. It's like, I, I have many people in mind who I think are not here for the right reasons. Who are they? I don't really want to say. <laughs> like, right. And, honestly, I'm sure he's not wrong. Like, out of 30 guys or whatever, like 25 guys, I'm sure there's a couple there that want to, like, get the exposure and get the fame, like, whatever. But, like, for him to not know anything he's talking about and just, like, bring that up just to, like, frustrate Katie, like, why? Yeah, it's so stupid. And, like, like what was he hoping to accomplish with this? Right. And then when the guys were, because then she came out and she was, like, really upset and stuff. And the guys were like, okay, who talked to her? And then he said he did. And he was like, well, I wanted to let the guy come forward first who I had in mind. And they were like, but you already said something. Yeah, and it's like, like, I don't know about you. If I went on a reality TV show with the intentions of not even, like, I don't care about Katie. Like, I just want to get famous. I'm probably not going to go up to Katie and be like, hey, I'm here just for the fame. Like, that's right. not going to work. I'm not going to tell the other guys that, like, if I was there, like, I'm yeah. not going to say, like, by the way, guys, I'm not here for Katie. Like, like what the hell are you doing? Like, like, what was he thinking? Like, oh, the guy would come forward. Like, if you're going no. up there for fame anyway, you, you do not care about the ethics of it. Right. No, yeah, that was so weird to me and then when she pulled Aaron aside I was nervous that like Carl had mentioned Aaron's name and that I didn't hear him but it seems like she trusts Aaron to like tell her like what's going on yeah I was surprised I was like oh my god did Carl just like throw Aaron under the bus now because of what Aaron did and I was like oh thank god she's just like hey I really trust you (laughs) I need to know but I was like yeah that's my boy Aaron (laughs) But I feel bad that he's, like, getting dragged in the middle of all this. Because she he she was like, do you know what Carl's talking about? And Aaron was like, no. I have no idea what he's talking about. Yeah. He, like, we're only two episodes in, and it's basically almost a foregone conclusion. We're going to see Aaron again. Yeah. Like, no doubt about it. Like, if he doesn't end up with Katie, we're going to see Aaron again. Right. Right. Um, so all that stuff with... with Carl happens is really annoying and stupid, and all the guys hate him now. Um, the first date, the first one-on-one, she had with Greg, and mm-hmm. it was a white man's dream <laughs> going out in the woods and fishing. I don't. I mean, I get why she wanted to do that after she kind of explained, yeah, like, about stuff, but like. I was like, oh my god, if I had to, like, go on this date, I would not be happy. No, like, I'm sure, like, I don't know how they, like, determine what the dates are gonna be. And, like, they shared the moment about their dads and stuff like that. So I kind of feel like, like, an a-hole for making a joke about it. But, I mean, it's like, look, (laughs) dull white guy fishing. No, I know. I'm thinking maybe. I don't know if this is the case. Honestly, I'd like to know more about this, but... Maybe Katie has some sort of say in what the uh, date is, mm-hmm. because she wanted one of the dates to be, like, a fishing date to, like, remind her of her dad or whatever, um, and, like, maybe that was, because obviously, like, I think the producers know a lot of 
background on these people before yeah. they come on the show. Maybe they knew that, oh, Greg's dad died, and, like, we knew Katie's dad had died, so maybe they, like, wanted to, like, somehow make it more emotional, you know, by putting them together and, like, on this fishing date. It was still sweet, though. It was sweet. They absolutely 100% do that. They, they look for these – I don't want to say they look for these people specifically for, like – oh, this person's dad died, we're going to cast them. But, like, once you have, like, your 30 people cast, there's definitely different things that they hope to do with these people, uh, with Katie specifically. I don't know how it's going to relate to Katie, but whenever there's a one-on-one date between Michael and Katie, grab your tissues, it's going to be the saddest freaking thing ever when he talks about oh, losing I'm his not wife. ready for that at no, all. No, I am absolutely not ready for that. That will not be okay because I think – at this point, yeah, she knows that he has a kid because he told her the first yeah. time they met. But, like, I'm just waiting for the day he gets – maybe his one-on-one will be next week because, like, he didn't have a date this That's week or something. Yeah. But I'm just – that's going to be – yeah, grab the tissues for sure. Yeah. Like, I'm just – I'm trying to mentally prepare myself for it, but, like, I'm not going to be able to. Yeah. If it's going to happen, I'm going to be like, okay, I need, like, five minutes. <laughs> Nobody yeah. talked to me for five minutes, so I could just let no, it out. The Bachelor used to, like, make me, not make me emotional, but I would get, like, teary-eyed, like, back in the day when I would watch it. But, like, lately it's just kind of not been as, not that it hasn't been as deep, but, like, I've never, I haven't felt that way in a while. But when, even when she was talking to Greg, like, at dinner that night, it was, like, emotional. Like, when he was getting emotional and she was, like, kind of comforting him, I was like, wow, this is, like, a nice, tender moment for The Bachelor. Right. And who, who was it last year? Was it, was it Ben talking to Pedro last year that was really emotional? He was talking about his like, yeah, past uh, struggles. So, that one was rough. I remember even, um, I, what was it? Oh, Ivan, when he was, like, yes. with Pedro. There was a lot of, I feel like, this it tends to happen more on the um, Bachelorette when there's yeah. like more conversations like that, but like those really like hit hard and hit deep. It feels like there's more like crying and stuff in the Bachelorette from the guys than it seems like when the Bachelor happens and there's the girls. No, yeah, I mean the girls are definitely like extremely petty and like catty, but like the guys get pretty emotional, like. Not only just, like, angry at each other, but, like, there's a lot of tears shed. Yeah. The other big thing that happened... What was the other big thing that happened in the episode? I'm trying to think. Oh, well, oh. there was the virgin. Yeah, Oops. it was the virgin thing with, with Mike. Oh, yeah. Right. Um, I... I, okay, I like Mike, the guy, like, when they were asking the questions, and he was like, I'm a virgin, like, I can't answer these. But then, this is off topic, but I saw a TikTok that night that was, like, getting the political affiliations of everyone on The Bachelorette, <laughs> and it was, like, Mike, like, the, the virgin, like, is, like, a big, like, Trump supporter. <laughs> and I was like, oh. Really? The Jesus freak is a Trump supporter? <laughs> I mean, I guess you could have uh, guessed that, but yeah, never seen it. Could have seen I mean, that coming. Episode, um, but then I saw that and I was like, "Darn." <laughs> I don't know. Like, I'm not trying to be mean about the guy, but like, I just there's something there with him that I'm just God. This guy just he kind of irks me because no, like, this dude's a virgin and he's crying on TV and like 
you know, you're allowed to have emotions, whatever. But it's like, who did you think the Bachelorette was? You knew who she was. <laughs> no, and, like, also, um, I mean, I think it's, like, kind of terrible, but also, like, funny that, like, the producer, because the producers obviously knew he was a virgin. Like, he had to put that down on his application to make him stand out. And you know they, like, put him on this group date just to, like, get this out of him. Yeah. Because yeah, like, it was about, like, like being, like, sexual and, like... Yeah, who's the best lover? And, like, the first... Yeah, yeah. Connor B, like, I, he didn't get the rose, but Connor B really impressed me with it. Yeah, me too. He had his little song. I thought it was great. Yeah, and it was, like, it was actually not bad. Loki had bars. No, it was good. And then he played the piano at the end, too. I was like... Jeez, he's talented. He's gonna go deep. I like Connor B so far. He's not a good kisser at all. Absolutely no, a terrible kisser. Looked... Well, didn't he say, like, I wanted to redo our first kiss, but then it still looked terrible. It still looks sloppy as hell. <laughs> like, oh, God, man. It's a good thing you teach math and not kissing. Yeah, I, I think it's so funny that he's, like, a math teacher, too. Like, he can play all these instruments, but then, like, his day job is just teaching, like, trig. <laughs> Right, it's like he he's an interesting all these guy. Talents. I want to see a little bit more about him. Yeah, I want to learn a little bit more about him too. Like, there's it seems like there's like a lot there, and I'm interested to see like what more there is because there's also like I think this guy's gonna go deep. So mm -hmm. we're also going to find out something incredibly sad about him as well. <laughs> mm-hmm. Or, I mean, not everyone always has like a sad. A super sad story like some people will talk about like a past breakup or like parents are divorced or whatnot but i'm i don't know if he's gonna have like a real like a sob story i'm interested to see yeah me too also, or he'll just students and be like i just love them yeah oh yeah true like i just love i just love kids you know yeah. stuff like that because like god like i met like i said I've said it, like, the first episode, but I was still thinking, like, God, imagine being, like, one of his kids and then seeing him do that. That's even worse. Like, the no. second kiss was worse. And then um, I, I think I said this last week, too, but imagine him, like, being in, in class and being like, guys, like, I'm going to be on TV tonight. Like, go watch for me. And then they're, like, watching with their families, seeing that. And they're just like, what the hell is this guy doing? Like, that? Mr. B or whatever his last name is? Right, because they're not going to call him Connor, like. That's true. I didn't even think about it. The other thing, calling him Connor B, I was like, why do they call him Connor B? Apparently, there was a Connor C on the season, but I don't think he went anywhere. I did not know that. Did he get eliminated already? I imagine he got eliminated because I do not recognize. You would think the once he got eliminated, like they would take the B away, like and just call him Connor, because right. now there's a Connor. Can we talk about Hunter? The one, the, the uh, <laughs> yes. the bargain value Taylor Lautner. Oh. Wait, what did he even do this episode? I don't even remember. Every time he came on my screen, I was just like, Taylor Lautner. Yes, every time, like, I'm just like, wow, like, this guy, if, if, if Wreck-It Ralph and Taylor Lautner had a kid, <laughs> it would <laughs> be him. The build of Wreck-It Ralph and, like, the <laughs> face of Taylor Lautner. Exactly. No, he kind of scares me, but I also have seen him, like, I feel like I've seen him a good amount in the previews, so I think he, like, gets far, which is concerning. Uh, like, he didn't really do anything in the episode, but on his page on ABC, uh, one of his favorite pastimes is people-watching, which definitely doesn't make him even more creepy. 
That is so, that is literally stalker vibes. He has a pet parakeet named Zazu. Oh my god. What? He's getting worse and worse for this dude. Oh my god. And we still haven't gotten uh, Blake yet. Oh my god, that's right. I think it's going to be a couple weeks till Blake comes. Because they're going to be angry when he does come. I'm excited for it, though, because I love Blake. And I hope he goes far. I wonder if he will. Like, I wonder if he'll get, like, top four. That would be nice. I mean, because if you think about it, though, like, he would basically be, like, the easy replacement for Cody. Could be the reasoning for it. True. That's true. So maybe they will have him on sooner than we think. But I'm not sure when he's going to show up. I don't know. I want to see, like, also how he enters. Is he going to do, like, the hilarious entrance, like, playing music? Like, everybody yeah. need to see Katie. Yeah. No. <laughs> That'll be intense. I think they'll leave that on a cliffhanger, like, him showing up. And then they'll save it for next episode. Oh, absolutely. There's no way they give us any content with that. It's absolutely going to be the last thing we see before we see. Yeah. Next week on The Bachelorette. Oh, yep. No, that that'll be that'll be interesting. I feel like Katie's guys though are pretty good so far, like in general. Yeah, it's not as good as Tasha's cast. I feel like they'll they'll grow on us like the more we get to know them. Yeah, I mean it's really so far there's only like one person you don't like and that's Carl. Yeah, and there's some too that like seem like they could be underdogs, like I think the guy who got the second rose, or group date rose, named Andrew, like, I liked him a lot. Yeah, I like Andrew a lot. Andrew seems really nice. And another underdog, like, I don't, I hope he passes this round that maybe, I don't want to say, like, he's going to go deep, but, like, we'll find liking him is John. We mentioned him earlier with, like, he just seems, like, really chill and funny. Yeah, no, there's, there's, like, a ton, like, I think the one guy's name was Trey. He seemed cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, they all just seemed, like pretty chill and like they were all like this doesn't really like mean much but when like mike told everyone like he was a virgin they were all like clapping and like supporting him yeah like nobody was really like dogging him or anything like that which was nice and right. uh mike did like the poem i think yeah like about like how he'd be a good lover and it didn't even rhyme it's like i'm just like i know <laughs> I tweeted this out. It's like, imagine just, like, losing best lover to a virgin. (laughs) (laughs) That's probably how they were all, like, they were probably all thinking that, but they were, like, happy for him nonetheless. Right. That's funny, though. Yeah. I feel like they kind of had, not that they had to give the, like, they didn't need to make him win, but, like, they kind of did. Yeah, like, the way that, like, the way that they set it up and how much emphasis they put on it, like, you knew that he was going to get it. Right, like, they could have went a different route and just, like, not even really, like, they could have, he could have mentioned it, but, like, that would have been it, but they really, like, built up the whole day kind of around him. Yeah, which, and, and, like, so many scenes of him, like, crying, and then he's like, you know what, I could either run away from this or just kind of lean into it. Like, I, like, the second he said something like that, I was like, okay, he's absolutely gonna win this. Right. Yeah, that's what I thought, too. And then, who got that group date, Rose, too? I forget the guy's name. The group date for... For, like, the best lover, like, thing. I don't even remember. I think, I forget his name, but, like, he, he was, like, she said she, like, felt, like, a connection with him. I think it might have been, like, Thomas. Wait, I'm looking. Yes, yes. 
You're absolutely I, right. I don't know. I don't know what vibe I get from him yet, but she like seems to like him. I don't know why. I get serious villain vibes from him. You get what? Serious villain vibes from him. Oh, villain vibes. Yeah. No, that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't know how I feel because like he kind of seems like he can be like a smooth talker. He seems exactly like a smooth talker. Definitely a smooth kisser. And it's, I don't know, like, I, I feel like there's something there that we're not seeing right now. Yeah, I, I don't know. I think that could be, like, a later development. Like, maybe he'll stay out of the drama for now, but then mm-hmm. further in, like, the guys will start to see that he's kind of, like, I don't know. Or maybe he's a great guy. <laughs> we don't M- know. Maybe. Maybe he's, like, an absolute angel and I'm sitting here just, like, that sneaky bastard. But, like, <laughs> as of right now, like, I hate, like, the approach that Carl went about it. Like, I thought it was stupid the way he went about it, like, saying, like, oh, there's guys here that aren't really right. here for you, but, I mean, like you said, there's still, like, 22, 23 guys still left. Of course, there's probably one or two, maybe even three guys there who are there for the wrong reasons. I wouldn't right. be surprised if Thomas was one of them. Right. No, I agree. So, I'm interested to see where that goes, too. Um... And then one other thing that I wanted to get your opinion on, people on Twitter and stuff were like, Katie should just pull, because everyone loves Greg. Like, everyone universally, like, loves Greg. Yeah. And they should pull a Claire and just, like, get married to Greg and, like, leave the rest of them behind. <laughs> and I was like, okay, she shouldn't do that, but I also feel like he's going to win. Like, I just have that feeling. He's definitely going to be in the final four. Oh, for sure, final four. Like, I feel like definitely final three, even. I feel like he might win, like, honestly. Yeah. And it's second place. But that would be, like, heartbreaking. Yeah, no, like, there's just something there about Greg that, like, you just, like, kind of gravitate towards. Because, like, he's not a bad-looking guy, but he's definitely not the best-looking guy of the group. And yeah. And he just seems like a very genuine person. And they seemed like they already, like, knew each other, like, so well before, like... They went on, they, like, started off their date, like, just, like, talking, like, normal, and they had only talking, like, one other time, like, before that. And also, like, it says on here, he is not afraid to admit that he cries during the movie. He's very, like, in touch with his emotions, too. No, yeah, he seems more just, like, like, he doesn't seem like the typical, like, manly man, like. Yeah, that macho man thing. Or, like, often, like, normal, and, like has emotions like a normal person should <laughs> yeah believe it or not when you cast normal people it's kind of nice yeah yeah because i don't know like so, some of the people like it just you you see them in casting and you're just like oh my god this is ridiculous these people like oh the big alpha personality you know it, it's, mm-hmm. it's frustrating as hell with it sometimes. I know we talked about it last week, so we don't really need to get into it again. But, like, seeing someone like Greg, I'm just like, yeah, he's just nice. Yeah, like, he just seems normal. He's got his, like, family and all his nieces and nephews and stuff. And it's just, like, he seems like a good guy. And that's why I keep telling, like, back to, like, uh, last season. Like, I just, I love that cast. Yep. That cast was absolutely amazing. Because, like, all the people in the end, like, I didn't, I wasn't a big fan of Zach. Yeah, but no, like, I, was just... I wasn't even upset. Like he's like they're still together. It seems like he seems like a good guy. So like it's it's not that yeah. I was against him. It's more so just I really I really loved Brendan. 
and Ben and Ivan. Yeah. No, I agree. Like, we kind of said last season, at, or with Tasha, like, how we weren't huge fans of Zach. But, like, I did like Zach. I just, yeah. like, love. Like you said, I loved the other ones, like, so much, too, that it was, like, I, like, we kind of knew towards the end she would pick Zach because she, like, really liked him. And it seems like they're happy and good and, like, he seemed sweet and chill. But, yeah, they were all great guys. I wonder if we're going to see Brendan again. I hope we do. He No, he's dating uh, Piper. Did you see that? I don't even know who that is. <laughs> oh, you didn't watch uh, Matt's season. I forgot you didn't watch that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Matt James' season. There was a uh, girl named Piper, and I think she made it to, I think she made it to, like, top five, maybe. Wow. And she was, she's really pretty, she was really, like, cool, like, I liked her a lot. Um, but now I think they're together. I, my sister, like, follows, like, Bachelor, like, update accounts, I think. Mm-hmm. And all things Bachelor, or she doesn't follow them, I think they just, like, pop up on her explore page. But she saw that they were dating, and she, like, sent it to me. I like that. I mean, I'll have to, like, look more into it, but... No, yeah, I'm, I'm, I like that they're together, but I kind of am upset because I wish, like, Brendan would go on Bachelor in Paradise. Yes, because I want to see him again, because like, yeah. I just, I adored him. He's just such a good guy. Yeah, so that, maybe, I mean, I don't hope that they break up, but, like, <laughs> maybe by then, I don't know. We'll see. Is everybody else from that season that we see coming back? I mean, I'd imagine, like... We might see Ben again. Ivan, maybe. Ivan, for sure. Maybe. Did you say Riley? Yeah. Oh, I loved Riley. I Riley liked him was too. one of the most underrated people from last season. Yes, I loved him. I I predicted him to go to like the final two, but uh, he didn't. Oh, and when 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 Tasha left him, oh, that was rough. Yeah, that was that was sad. Yeah, I hated that part. That was a great season, though. The now that we're like thinking, like talking about it again, like it just man, goes back and it's just there's so many gems from that season. I hope they're all in Bachelor in Paradise. I can't wait to. I hope we sh- we should do a podcast for Bachelor in Paradise. Oh, too. I think we will. Because 100%. that I have watched the season of Bachelor in Paradise. I've never seen it, so like it's that gonna be really interesting. Love, like ten times better than either Bachelor or Bachelorette. Like it's so good. It's amazing. It's my favorite thing that they do. How many people do they usually do for it? I think they do, like, they start with, like, ten guys and ten girls or something like that. But as it goes, like, each week the power is either with the women or the men. So they'll have, like, ten women and eleven men one week. And each will give a rose to a man. And whichever man doesn't get the rose leaves. And then ne- the next week after that, when the because then it will be ten and ten, but then the next week the men would have the power, so they'd bring in more, women. like oh. two or three men, and then they would eliminate two or three more women by the end of the week. But it, the way they like bring in people, it kind of disrupts like the already established relationships, and like some people like want to like pursue the new ones, but they're already like kind of in a relationship with someone else. It just gets so good, and I love that it's like equal, like there's both like men and women. Right. How long does it usually go on for? It's like, it's shorter than like um, when they used to do it. They would show two episodes a week, which I like hated. It was it was Monday and Tuesday nights from eight to ten, so it was shorter, like six weeks maybe. But I don't know how they're gonna do it this year, to be honest. I'm not sure. Also, I wonder like 
what things change about it since they've kind of given quarantines into it. Right, yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm interested to see, though. I know they're definitely doing it, which is good. I'll have to check that out when it happens, and we'll have to talk about it, just because it seems like such an interesting dynamic for it. Yeah, no, I'm excited. For sure. So I think that's really just about it for this week's episode. Not really much yeah. else to talk about unless you have anything in mind. No, I think we kind of got everything. I'm excited for next week. Me too. I mean, we don't know when flight's going to come, but like just like the fact that we're going to have a rose ceremony, and you know for a fact that uh, Carl's going to be like the last rose given out. Right, <laughs> right. That's my bold prediction. Carl is going to get the last rose because it's going to be like, oh, is, is, is he going to stay? Is Carl going to stay or is he going to go? And he's absolutely going to stay he's, because the producer is going to be like, you got to keep Carl. Right. Right. I agree. <laughs> I wonder how many we're going to go down to. I don't know. I'm guess, I think we're at like, what, like 24 right now or something. Maybe yeah. they'll go down 18 or 19. I don't know. Eighteen, I think, would be a good. One. It wouldn't. I wouldn't be surprised if they did nineteen, and then bring in boys six twenty. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, that could be it. But either way, I think it's going to be a whole lot of fun. So. Yep. For all the listeners out there, be sure to tune into next week's episode of the Rings and Roses podcast. Thank you for listening to this week's episode. I'm your host, Jay Ashbone, alongside Julie Barth. Thank you very much. <laughs>